I think the hardest thing for us is we are so passionate about chiropractic and we are so passionate about helping other people's businesses um, and lives succeed that knowing when to just turn the faucet off and go rest is a little difficult sometimes. Hey everyone, Cole Turnbull with Cordain Advice Givers, where we interview Cordain business owners, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to bring Cordain residents the best advice from our community's brightest minds. Today we're joined by Cassidy Bones, owner of Ascension Consulting, manager Beyond Bones Chiropractic, who we interviewed her husband back in episode 36, uh, Dr. Ryan Bones. She's also the vice president of Kootenai County Young Professionals on the TEDx Coeur organizer board and also St. Vincent de Paul Fashion Show Chair, right? Yeah. Cassidy's biggest purpose in life is to give back and helping others, which we'll dive into, and how she's taken her life's purpose and passion and created a career out of it. Thanks for coming on the show, Cassidy. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, before we dive into your business is <laughs> and everything else that you're involved with, uh, we're gonna start with a little rapid fire. Okay, So I'm ready. We'll just roll with it. Uh, if, if you want to elaborate on something, though, go ahead. We don't have a time limit. Cool. Cool. Where'd you grow up? I uh, grew up in Athol, Idaho, just a hair north of Coeur d'Alene. All right. What's your ideal way to spend a weekend? Oof. couple different ways. I either want to just like go, go, go from 100 different places and travel or take naps and read books all weekend long. <laughs> <laughs> what job would you be terrible at? Accounting. Oh, that'd be the worst. What skill would you like to master? Public speaking. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. Get there. Podcast, <laughs> I think, is about as far as it gets. <laughs> yeah, right? The, the public speaking thing, I'm like, whoa. Um, if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? Oof, volunteer in like 25 more organizations. <laughs> yeah. Add more to that list from yeah. up top there. I'm a serial volunteer. If you can't tell, I have a problem. <laughs> if you walk into a bar, what what do you order? Uh, gin and tonic with a lemon. I like gin and tonic with an orange. Oh. Call it GTO. Uh, okay. I'll try orange. that one. Yeah. Uh, what is something you think everyone should do once in their lifetime? It's mm, a really good question. Anything that scares you to your bone. What's something that you've done Ooh. in your lifetime that you thought that you would never do? So many things. So actually last year, I spent my entire year last year saying yes to everything that terrified me. So that was like joining planning committees and um, I spoke at Heart of Business, deeply terrifying. Um, zip lining, which shouldn't be scary, but it is. What do you go up to? Timberline the, or whatever. Yeah, yeah the one that, um, is it Beauty Bay? Is that what yeah. that is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did that one. That was terrifying. But it was fun. It was beautiful. Totally worth it. Would, was that something that you'd say, like, you, you haven't done it? Do it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Definitely go do it, but only if it's terrifying to you. If it's not terrifying, then it's then just it's another not a day. Deal, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what movie title best defines your life? Oof. <laughs> So many, right? <laughs> so I don't actually watch movies. 
I okay. don't know how to answer that question. All right. What book title? Mm. Girl, Wash Your Face. All right. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that book right now. I'm in the middle of reading it. And I like reread every chapter like four times. What's it about? Uh, it's all about, it's like the 20 lies we tell ourselves um, and how Rachel Hollis, who's the author, has overcome those things in her life. And it's just, it's a powerful book. It's yeah. all about like limiting beliefs and overcoming them and just becoming and defining your best self. Probably really opens your eyes, huh? Oh yeah, there's been some crying. You catch yourself. <laughs> just like close the book really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Who has impressed you most with what they have accomplished? If I say my husband, is that ridiculous? No. He, for anybody who doesn't know my husband, he is the most incredible human being. He has overcome some serious traumas and um, really proven himself wrong several times in like the best possible way. Anytime he was stuck, anytime um, he thought he couldn't do something or somebody else told him he couldn't do something, he just proved them all wrong. And anytime he, there's something awful in his life or seemingly awful for him, he just makes it into sunshine and daisies. It's, I think one of the most admirable qualities that a human being could possibly have. True. Dr. Bones, episode yeah. 36, right? He's a good guy. What's your favorite aspect of Coeur d'Alene? I really love when I go to the grocery store and I know the people there I love or like a restaurant or basically anytime that I can walk into a place and still feel like I'm at home. I really like that because I don't like meeting strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I like to know everyone all the time. Well, once you meet them, they aren't strangers anymore, right? I know. See, it's one of those scary things. You just got to do all it. All right. Uh, we're all done with rapid fire now. So time to elaborate a little bit. Uh, it's my understanding that you and Dr. Ryan Bones, uh, kind of love at first sight, right? You want to share the story oh, of how man. you guys met Oof. and uh, how your marriage came to be? Yeah, so he hired my middle sister to help him open his practice initially. Um, and I was out, I was in real estate at the time, so I had been out showing houses and couldn't go to their grand opening. And so about a week later, I said, hey, I can come down for a tour at lunchtime. And he and my sister and the other girl that were working there, that was working there at the time, were sitting outside at Ravel's eating lunch. And I walked up and just this man was just sitting there, he's so confident and, um, oh my God, he's just, he was the greatest guy. This is the best day ever. <laughs> um, and then my sister and I go inside for a tour, she introduces us. And I come back outside and was like, oh my God, why didn't you tell me that was your boss? You should have sent me a photo, what is wrong with you? Um, she had been trying to convince me to come in for like a month prior to meet this guy. And I was like, no, I'm not going to meet your boss, you weirdo. But had she have sent a photo? <laughs> and so we, uh, we talked for a little bit and a couple weeks later, he finally convinced me to go on a date with him. And that's, I mean, that's all she wrote. We've been inseparable since we've that spent less than a month apart total. And that's including like all of the work trips that both of us have taken and travels and we're obsessed with each other. And I was going <laughs> to say, I mean, from my understanding from talking to Ryan, that happened pretty quick, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. We, hmm, let's see, we dated for like a year, just over a year, got engaged and then got married at three months later. Year, I guess it was like a year and a half. So we just celebrated two years together in April. Well, congratulations. Thank you. <clears throat> so then how different was your life two years ago? 
Oh my God, it was chaos. Because, I mean, you're in real estate, you yeah. you know. So it was like waking up super early, going to work, getting everything ready for showings, like running around sometimes 12, 16 hour days just showing houses and living out of your car. Like protein bars, yellow Red Bull, and hot Cheetos is what I basically <laughs> lived on for a few years. <laughs> oh, it was, it was utter chaos. So I was in... Um, I was part of a real estate team, and mm -hmm. so I was able to take some of my own clients, but also manage the team and the transactions and the paperwork and all the stuff that went into that. And so it was a whole lot of long, long hours and not a lot of uh, social life, which is how I got involved in KCYP, actually. It's because I was just looking for that group of like-minded professionals that didn't just want to go out and get drunk all the time, and they had goals and um, similar work ethics, similar lifestyles, I guess. Yeah. So what was it that either you were missing in your life or that you saw, you know, somewhere else outside of real estate mm -hmm. that was like, Hey, you know, I'm, I want to go do this. Yeah. It was, it was for me, it was really the social life aspect because I had really, I still am friends and good friends with most of the people that I worked with. Um, and I had those really strong connections there, but when I was in real estate, it was like, 18 to 22, so 18 to 22 years old. So I was really, really young compared to most of the people that I was working with. Mm -hmm. And so part of the time I just couldn't go out with them because I wasn't an adult yet. I couldn't yeah. drink. And <laughs> so um, the other part of the time though, they, they all like went home to families and kids after work and I was just either with clients or by myself. And so we just, not we, I looked for a group of people that I could get involved with and that's kind of where KCYP came and then, about. And then what made you jump from, because you, from my understanding, right, you went from real estate to managing Beyond Bones, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And that was, that was true chaos for a while. There was, there was like six, six plus months that I was kind of volunteering in Ryan's office and just kind of helping fine tune paperwork and, and reports and accounting stuff which is the worst. I would be the worst accountant, but I'm a little <laughs> bit better at it than he is. He's more of like the people person and numbers just make more sense to me. And so um, six plus months volunteering doing that and still doing real estate full time. And I was just kind of fizzling out in real estate and kind of, I lost my spark for it and I was unhappy doing it. And he said, why don't you just come, come work with me? Why don't you just come be here full time? Like we get to spend all the time in the world together, which is pretty cool. And, um, then you don't have to drive to Spokane every day and drive all around Spokane. Cause I was living in downtown Coeur d'Alene and working in Spokane and most of the time like North, Northish Spokane. So yeah. that was pretty crazy and that's all she wrote. And so then when you, <laughs> when you came over to uh, Beyond Bones, it was, I guess some sort of, Ooh, uh, you know, probably chaos. not to, from what, from what I've heard, it wasn't, necessarily the best operations mm -hmm. right yeah um and then you kind of stepped in that role and have, have helped elevate you want to kind of share you know what sure. you've done to um so we when we started working together um i love my little sister dearly she is very much like ryan in that she is a people person like 110 percent she and ryan could take over the world if all they had to do was talk to people but when it came to the paperwork and the organization and the dotting your I's and crossing your T's, I think because of real estate probably and how specific you have to be in contracts and the deadlines and the follow-up and um, really like reading between the lines, 
and my like the the way that I learned how to do that, I was able to carry that into chiropractic, even though I had no clue what I was doing. Especially like I don't I didn't know what a deductible was, I didn't know what a copay was. All I knew is you handed somebody your insurance card and then they did something with it. Um, and so there was not like billing issues, but just following up with billing. So like the billing would get done, but nobody really knew like where we got this check from Blue Cross, like which patient does it go to? Because they don't come with explanations. You have to go find them. And nobody really knew how to do that. Was, so how do you learn how to do that? A lot of Google. A lot of Google. Like for real, a lot of a lot of twelve hour days on Google, like what is an EOB? Where do I find this EOB? On the phone with provider relations and just hitting the pavement and figuring it out. Yeah, and troubleshooting and Yeah. And then uh, Google. It's my best friend. Figuring out <laughs> figuring out the way that it goes. Um so then you guys started Ascension Consulting, which mm -hmm. is kinda, you know, and something that really stuck out to me and questionnaire that you filled out um prior to the interview is that you guys want to teach people how to fish you don't want to get yeah. fish right yeah so. so there's um ryan was a part of this incredible group that's how he like started this mentorship group um called jumpstart and that's how he really started his practice and learned how to start his practice in such in such a impactful manner um but they they like kind of gave you the fish like they they just took you fishing essentially, mm -hmm. but then didn't give you the tools or the knowledge to follow up with the insurance companies to go um, and do kind of like the behind the scenes stuff, you know, all yeah. like the nitty gritty. They just gave you the initial, like here's your, your bait and your hook, like go figure out the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we really wanted to be able to create that environment, like that really educational environment. So that way you come in, you're a client, you want to establish your business, you want to troubleshoot your business or elevate your social media game. We just take you step by step through everything and we'll hold your hand and teach you how to do it. But then we'll watch you do it and make sure that you actually know how to continue to be successful after we're not in the picture anymore. We don't want to hold your hand for the rest of your business career. Yeah. And so what was it that you guys saw out there that you were like, Hey, you know, like we can, actually help people with we, social um, media or anything like that. So Ryan, Ryan's really the social media guy. Um, I just kind of pretend like I know what I'm doing on social media. But when it comes to the, the policies and the procedures, we just had so many friends. We have lots of friends who own small businesses or bigger businesses who were like constantly asking us questions. And we found ourselves, ourselves spending hours and hours on the weekend or late nights or early mornings with all of our friends or acquaintances helping them do this. And we just saw this, this need, like, I don't know how to do, I don't know how to build a, an employee manual or I don't know how to hire, or I don't know how to do this social media. How did you build your presence? How did you maintain it? Because I think it's fairly easy to build like an initial spark, like initial interest in something new and shiny, but to be able to maintain that interest and maintain the shine, I think is pretty difficult if you don't know step-by-step step how to do it. Yeah. So what's your main role within Ascension? Um, so I do business troubleshooting. So if, if you came to me and you said, Hey, like our team is just struggling to meet this sales goal. Our team is struggling to, um, like continually follow up um, with our clients or we're like missing this link 
here, then I basically like go in, do a business analysis, figure out what I think is missing, and then we just sit down and kind of continually dissect everything until we get to the nitty gritty. And honestly, typically it's just um, like policies and procedures. Like there's not many businesses with standard operating procedures. And so there's um, this lack of, it's, I don't know, I think it really boils down to follow through. There's like this lack of follow through and consistency. Mm-hmm. And even if the procedure that you have is crap, if it's consistent, then at least the same thing's being done all the time and you can just tweak it. Yeah, you know? right. It's hard to set the standard if, if it's not the same thing. Right, if time, there right? is none. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no standard. It's like, hey, you know, <laughs> just kind of go with the go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so when people come to you for help, uh, what, do they, what do they usually want help with? Uh, so far it's been business launch, which has been really exciting. Um, both of us have a passion for business launch and I think it's a little easier to launch a business ideally, and I'm putting it in quotes, I know you can't see it, but the correct way, um, than it is to necessarily fix it later down the road. So mostly they, they want to know like how to build that community presence and that, um, community authority so that when people have a question about education or, um, they need a life coach, you're the first person that they think of. Those are the, right now we're working with an incredible life coach. Um, and also an incredible school. I'm so excited about this school and I can't talk about it yet, but oh my gosh, it's gonna, it's just changing the face of education. They're doing some pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, that's cool. So like when they're coming in saying, hey, we wanna launch a business, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have basically no knowledge of how to start a business say, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, what's usually kind of the first step that you lead people through? Um, we figure out, Uh, Do you have a business structure in place? What kind of licensing, if any, do you need? Do you, are you an online business? Do you need um, like a storefront? Um, Because that, things like that and getting the nitty gritty, basic, boring stuff out of the way is super, super important. So we just do that first. And then the next step is really building that community authority and that presence and hitting social media super hard and plastering the town with your, with your brand. What do you think is the most important aspect of building, you know, a community? Uh, relationships. Just relationships. Genuine relationships. And um, Ryan always says, if you walk away from a conversation and that person didn't ask you one time what you did, they should still be able to like remember you. It shouldn't be about your business and business is super important, but if you can foster those genuine relationships and we walk away and I have no idea what you do or that you're a realtor, or you have a podcast or anything like that. I just know like Cole's a really good guy. Like Cole's genuine. I'm going to somewhere in the back of my head, remember to send people to you. Like you'll be the first one to pop up. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's it's kind of human nature, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like a lot of people fall into kind of that trap of, constantly throwing you know business 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 you know here's my card you know Mm -hmm. hand these out to all your you know friends whatever at the same time it's the relationships that you kindle and muster eventually you know it does come full circle absolutely Um, what 
I know you said you aren't the social media <laughs> guru um, that Ryan is. Unfortunately, he's not here today. Uh, but what would be your best piece of advice as far as a business owner on social media? Um, this is a piece of Ryan's advice because he is the social media guy. But be just like in that relationship that you're building and you're making it really authentic and you're not just chucking business cards at people, give them an insight into your life. Let them know who you are at like a, like a personal level. Um, so if you, if you look at our Beyond Bones Chiropractic page, which we've been slacking on a little, we're a little, a little busy right now, mm-hmm. but um, it's like we were at an event or this is a bunch of pictures of our super cute dog and our team and we tell like funny stories on there or like random things that happen in the practice. Very rarely do we actually say like, hey, chiropractic is super important and your nervous system is the most powerful thing in your entire body. Like come get checked, come get checked, come get checked, call, schedule an appointment. You know, we don't, I can't even remember the last time that we posted anything that said schedule an appointment. It's really, social media to us is really just like a relationship builder. It's a, it's a way to reach more people more quickly and let them know who you are. Yeah. So you're going out and you're saying, Hey, you know, this is who I am and people either align or they won't align. Yes. Yep. Divide the room for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. They develop that affinity. Um, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? Um, stop being afraid of what other people are going to say because there's many, there's many, many times in my life that I had opportunities to travel to a different part of the country or um, I had an opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. and pursue not like a political career, but kind of like a like a political education when I was younger. And I was like, oh, like I can't leave Coeur d'Alene. Like that's super scary. What are people going to think? Like what if I go do this and then I fail and I fall on my face and then everybody makes fun of me and I have to come home and it'll be super shameful and I don't regret not doing the trip because it turns out it's not something that I really wanted to do after all. Um, like that, that political kind of sector. Yeah, political arena. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to be in that. That sounds awful. That's not my idea of a good time at all. But I wish that I would have just jumped at those experiences. Again, I guess it goes back to the, if it scares the crap out of you, just go do it. Like what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to learn that you don't like doing that. Yeah, learn that or you learn that you might really like it. Yeah, right? or you might be obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know it, you're like, hey, that's that's my jam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in your opinion, what has been the most crit- critical aspect of running a successful business? Ooh, that is a really good question. Perseverance. I mean, there's been lots of... Lots of late, late nights and lots of lots of moments where one of us or both of us are just sitting on the ground like, oh, my God, what are we doing? This is insane. Like we could be working for somebody else right now and getting a good paycheck. I mean, we both have excellent skills and could have a lot more certainty in our life mm-hmm. if we didn't own a business. And so I would say like that just gutsy, all in perseverance, just keep going and ask for help, for the love of God. If you don't know how to do something, Google it, try to figure it out yourself, but ask somebody else who might know and have been there before. Yeah, and so you're, so that's a a natural lead into 
KCYP, Kootenai County Young Professionals, that you're the vice president of, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want to explain to us what that is and how you know it's helped you and how, how to get involved or how you've been involved? Absolutely. Um, so Kootenai County Young Professionals, or KCYP, is a local nonprofit organization um, and we're all about supporting not only the other nonprofits in our area, whether that's volunteering or financially, but also supporting the young professionals in our area, which technically means 18 to 40, but if you turn 40, we're not gonna kick you out just because you had a birthday, um, as long as you're still, still in that kind of like-minded, open-minded arena, you're totally welcome to stay. Um, but we, so we thrive on three different pillars. We're all about um, networking events for our members and for the community, as well as um, education, so personal professional development and philanthropy. Um, the, the reason that I got involved in KCYP, and I feel like the reason most, most of our members come to KCYP is because we're just, we're there to be a super supportive, open book community. So if, um, if the, I have an insurance question and there's somebody in the group that knows about insurance, we can, we just talk about it. You just ask whatever questions you want and somebody in the group has probably been through what you're going through, whether that's in business or a relationship or um, like trying to find a place to volunteer. It's just a fun, supportive, like-minded group. So awesome. what does a membership look like at KCYP? Uh, so membership is $55 a year and it starts. So if you get a membership April 14th of 2018, it'll expire April 14th of 2019. So literally a year from whatever date you join. Um, you just fill out a one pager, goes to the board, board says yay, nay. I don't know if we've actually ever said no to anybody <laughs> ever. Um, the more the merrier. And then you can come to our all of our meetings. We have morning and evening meetings. We have morning meetings nine months out of the year. So this is the first month we won't have one. We turn those off for the summer so everybody can kind of just relax a little more. Um, and those are actually open to the public. They're $5 to come if you're not a member and they're free if you are a member. Um, but like this year so far, we've had people come speak about how to have your best year ever and kind of morning routines and negative self-talk. Um, we've also had people from St. Vincent de Paul come and speak about what they do and how we can get involved. We've made Valentine's cards for the elderly and we sent them out. Um, we made hundreds and hundreds of cards and we sent them out with all of the meals that get delivered with Meals on Wheels. Um, and then we took them to the Lake City Senior Center and delivered those on Valentine's Day. Also, it's just a lot of a lot of community involvement and a lot of learning. And we also have times that we just learn about beer. Nice, I saw that. Dap Badger. It was great. That was a great right? time. We got to eat hops. Those are disgusting. I don't recommend anybody eats a hop ever. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Not something they have on the menu. No, delicious to drink. Terrible to chew on. <laughs> Uh, so kind of to go off the question of, you know, the best critical aspect of running a successful business, what has been, uh, kind of the hardest lesson you've learned from running a business? Mm, that there is such a thing as working too much. Uh, Ryan and I both really struggle with turning it off. And so we'll find ourselves... Uh, well, we used to. We don't so much anymore because now we have an amazing life coach, Kari Romeo. 
is incredible. I'm obsessed with her and she's completely changed my life in the last 12 months. Um, but we would find ourselves previously, it'd be, it'd be like three days had gone by and we'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. And then we'd try, we'd like recount what we'd eat. And we're like, okay, well we haven't eaten in three days and we've had a sum total of like 10 hours of sleep. Like we, like we gotta stop. And I think the hardest thing for us is we are so passionate about chiropractic and we are so passionate about helping other people's businesses um, and lives succeed that knowing when to just turn the faucet off and go rest is a little difficult sometimes. How do you, how do how have you found that you can do that? Uh, so we have weekly date nights scheduled and it's, um, like a mandatory, not mandatory in a bad way, but we like never reschedule it unless one of us is traveling out of town for business and we have to. Um, and so we get out of the house, we get dressed up, we go to dinner and wine. That's our, our thing. We love food. And so we do that every single week. Um, and we also scheduled an entire, so that's Friday night for us. Um, Fridays from four o'clock until the time we go to bed, that's date night. And then Sundays are our personal day. So Sunday is the day that if I want to sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing for the entire day, I totally can judgment free. And Ryan has the same, like Sunday is his day also. So if he wants to go hiking and do absolutely nothing all day long, it's just our day to recharge ourselves. And we found that we're able to actually get way more work done the other days of the week by taking time to nurture ourselves and our relationship. Yeah. That you know, like in your mind, you're like, hey, Sunday, I'm going to let loose. Yeah, right. absolutely. Like I'm going to take five naps and read half a book. <laughs> really let loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my version of letting loose. <laughs> Re recharge the batteries. You like know? 90. Yeah. So I was, was going to ask you, uh, old soul, right? Yeah. Like if, oh, if you yeah. were, your soul was in years, like what, what age? I mean, I think 90. 90? 90 is like a solid. <laughs> my mom swears to God I came out of the womb as like a 40-year-old woman. Yeah. Just always been really early bedtime. Mature, huh? Yeah. Hung out with adults <laughs> my entire life, I guess. <laughs> uh, do you get one message out to the community, either whether it be about Ascension Consulting or KCYP or anything like that, what would it be? Or just in general? Um... You know, aside from, aside from all of like the business side or the groups or the volunteering or anything that I'm a part of, I would say two things. One, take six months or, I mean, at least, at least three months, take at least three months. And anytime somebody asks you to do something, just say yes, unless it's insane. Like don't, don't go do acid because somebody asked you to do that. But like, yeah. If somebody asks if you want to volunteer for something or if you want to go zip lining or skydiving, just say yes. You will learn more about yourself in the three months of saying yes to everything, or at least I learned more about myself in the year of saying yes to everything than I did the previous 23 years of my life. And that's, it was, it was really, really powerful. Um, and, uh, the second thing that I would say is if you have not seen the video I, video on YouTube called It's Not About the Nail, go watch it. Because I I used to be very, very quick to jump to anger. Anger is my, well, anger was my go-to emotion for everything. Like somebody tailgates me on the freeway, just like livid about it. If, I don't know, 
my coffee is made wrong or something stupid, just upset about it. And I've watched that YouTube video. And now anytime anybody around me is upset or I'm finding myself getting upset, I have this weird ability because of that video to be able to say like, they're not mad at me. Like they aren't yelling at me because I, I don't know, because I did something silly. They're upset because like their kids were crazy this morning Mm -hmm. or they ran out of gas because they forgot to fill it up or like it's, it's not about the nail. That's all. You just have to watch that video. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you bring that up actually, because I was listening to uh, Lewis Howes this morning, Mm -hmm. uh, school of greatness podcast. And actually it was like episode, let's see, I'll look it up. It was, it was something about mastering, you know, handling with stress or, or something along those lines. But, um, it's funny because that's actually what the whole episode was, was about. It was kind of having that neutrality is what he called it. Like, yeah. There really is no such thing as good or bad. It's like if that's just how the cards are dealt and either you determine if it's going to be good or if it's going to be bad and how it affects you. Yeah. Somebody's you know tailgating you on the highway and you're reaching out the window, flipping them off, you know? Right it's a negative thing or you know you could wave at them and then all of a sudden it's a positive thing mm-hmm. it really de- depends you know yeah you neutrality. don't know what's going on yeah that was uh how to become the jedi master of overcoming stress with uh listen to that one who was chris lee who's a transformational facilitator and coach nice so yeah it's a good episode so that kind of i think goes mm-hmm. back and hammers hammers home yeah that for you um <clears throat> then you're also involved with tedx court line yeah right. it's coming up um we picked a date so it's gonna be september 8th at the croc center we sent two of our organizers to ted fest this spring um and for those of you who don't follow ted as crazy as the rest of us do maybe um ted is an organization that harbors conversations about ideas um, that are centered on technology, education, and design. So it's a pretty cool organization. If you haven't heard of a TED Talk, or if you haven't heard or watched a TED Talk, please go look it up. There's, You can watch a talk and find a talk about anything under the moon. Um, so we sent our organizers to TED Fest. That way, instead of only having 100 tickets this year, we can sell 300. And every single year, we sell out, and then people um, get upset because they didn't get a ticket. And so this year, it's tripled. And you definitely want to get a ticket. They're not on sale yet. And I can't tell you what the theme is, but I promise if you don't get a ticket, you're going to be upset with yourself. And so September 8th, keep people. Your, keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> how, how will people look for info? On um, we have a Facebook page. Uh, I think it's just TEDx CDA um, or TEDx Coeur And then we also have an Instagram page. We'll just, we'll start announcing, we'll start dripping details about theme and things like that um, and taking speaker applications here in the next couple of weeks. So if you're interested in speaking, please don't think you have to be a professional speaker. If you have something to say and you're passionate about it, apply. Um, but just keep your eyes peeled and we'll we'll get the details sent out shortly. Awesome. Uh, that about wraps it up as far as questions that I have for you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you want to touch base on or oh, that was a lot of stuff that was like the, know, right? the quick like, and dirty details boom, 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 boom. <laughs> um how can people you know connect with you 
or Ascension or KCYP? Um, my name on Facebook is Cassidy Bones because that's my name. And you can always send me a Facebook message. Um, if you send it to Ascension or KCYP or Beyond Bones, I will somehow get it. If you can't get it sent to my personal Facebook. Um, but that's, I mean, that's it. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Or I'm at work all the time. So if you can't get a hold of me on social media, you can just show up at the office. Show up to Beyond Bones. Beyond Bones down <laughs> in Riverstone. And right next to Starbucks. Get a coffee too. <laughs> Come over and say hi to the dog, right? Oh my God. Keela's so cute. She's Keela the best dog. after tequila, you said? Yeah. We were on a, one of our first dates ever. We were on a, we went to the tequila bar, one of the tequila bars in Spokane. Um, and we we're just having margaritas and talking about dogs. We're like, all right, if we're still together in a year, we'll get a dog and we'll name her tequila. That's a ridiculous thing to name a dog. So we shortened it tequila, but her full name is tequila babushka bones. Cause she also has the personality of like a super old Russian grandmother. Does she get that from you? Probably <laughs> <laughs> hereditary. Yeah. Brown hair, grandma personalities. <laughs> Rubbed off on her. Thought her Perfect. Well. Cool. <laughs> thanks, Cassidy. We appreciate you sharing with us today. Well, thanks for having me on. You're welcome.